Okay, so uh, we know it's been a while, and uh, welcome back to us. Uh, a lot of things going on, and obviously I think you know that, and a lot of things to announce, and you will see that. But i um, going to keep this short because we have uh, a pretty awesome, awesome uh, recording. I don't know how to explain this. It is, it's not an interview. It's not a panel. Uh, we call it a discussion. It is the live recording that we did at Fest last year. Uh, welcome to 2019. Uh, we're here. We made it. And um, and a lot of a lot is going on. So let's not even talk about that because we had the beer festival. So thank you to everybody who came to the Centermost Point Invitational that was in December. Um, also, go ahead and uh, save the date because December seventh of two thousand nineteen, we are back and with more brewers and more breweries and more beer. Uh, but keeping it the same intimate feel and you guys getting to meet the brewers again. So. Uh, it was great to have all the brewers come down and be there. It was awesome. We'll talk about it because Horace is not here with me right now. I want to talk with him more about it, but he is in this. Uh, he is in this discussion that we did at Fest. So those who were there, um, hey, hopefully you hear your voice or you hear yourself laugh. And uh, for those who weren't, this is actually recorded live when we were there. So this is that. I just wanted to say, uh, don't be scared because in a few seconds it's going to be pretty hot loud and it was during the intro it's about 10 seconds of the intro is going to sound a little hot uh nothing that sad myth can do because once it's hot there's no going back but it levels itself out and it's a damn good conversation so uh really quick it's not going to be loud it's just going to be fuzzy you'll hear it so don't forget to turn down and turn back up hopefully you don't uh but here we go all right so let's do this discussion in uh and i i don't think i'm gonna do an outro no need to do an outro right just when it ends it ends i'm gonna listen to the ending again because i started playing with it but i'm giving it to sad myth to play with because it's not my thing I trust him. I love him. He's the best at editing. So no outro, but just to let you know, a lot more cool shit is happening. So uh, we had a great time in Asheville and a lot of cool shit happened up there. And some things are about to be announced because it's going to happen. What ails you is making tiny changes to Earth, people. We promise you that. So uh, all right, again, hopefully it's not too loud. And in three, two, enjoy one patreon is a website that allows musicians artists and podcasters like myself to give back to our fan base our listeners and subscribers and fans who want more than what we're just posting here patreon.com slash allows us to post more content video and audio insight on who we are and helps us build to the next level well by now you may have seen us on youtube twitch.tv and that we're also planning that new podcast well that's where you could help and signing up for our patreon Go to patreon.com slash and you will see the levels of memberships we have for exclusive content, that's video and audio, all the new and exclusive shirts that we have, and all that cool swag, or even being our guest and joining us at events that us, What Ails ya, will be hosting. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Back to the show. Hold this. And let's see. Okay. No. I'm gonna trust you. You give us a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up. Hello. How's the beer? How's the beer? What'd you get? What beer did you wind up getting? Yeah. The MIA. Okay. Hi. 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 Hello. 
and welcome to our live podcast recording. Uh, thank you, thank you. Be comfortable. Uh, these are great seats. Actually, I want to say, um, okay, so I'm Brian Quain. I'm your host, producer, uh, things that happen with What Else You Podcast. Um, so just a brief, uh, what we do. Uh, the whole idea of the podcast uh, from the get-go was to sit down with Florida Brewers, that you see up here, um, and kind of get to know who they are from their heart, from their soul, from their from their hometown upbringing and going everywhere up to college and what happened there. Now, the beers were always on the table, but and I care. I really do, and I want to promote these guys as much as possible. But uh, And the listeners love this part of it, but also what I wanted was the interview to feel like they're human beings. And kind of coming up with the idea, I said, look, I just stopped listening to podcasts altogether and I wanted to focus on my own and I still really technically as much as I love Gimlet uh, and uh, I guess kind of I remember remember what Mark Marin would do uh, I was like okay I love the idea of interviewing people and so getting to know these guys uh, it's been it's been amazing we're done 60 60 interviews so far with brewers and uh, we couldn't believe them one day I, I emailed um, this this management company of a band called Gang of Youth from Australia, and they got back to me saying, yeah, you could interview them when you go to Portland, Oregon. And I'm like, holy shit, my favorite album of, of this year, because, you know, of last year, uh, Go Farther in Lightness. I'm like, I'm going to get to sit down, open some Florida beers with them and talk with them. And this blew my mind that I said, let's start talking to bands. and Because every brewer sits down and talks about bands and we get to know what the bands are and who they are and like and why these beers have names on them like you're going to see up here and some of them are actually playing while they're here this weekend so it was kind of interesting to me to see how this is all going to work out at fest so i thank fest for inviting us here and i love that idea and uh and this is one of my favorite places in the world uh i've been coming here to the hippodrome for 20 something years i would go to the hardback to see shows and i would if i could stay with somebody for the night they always would have crazy Jackie Chan like kung fu films here that I would do here, and I was like, "This is the shit for me." So I might get emotional somewhere on here to say I'm actually in the Hippodrome right now talking uh, because I would sit right there where you guys are, and I would be staring there. So I'm staring. Um, I'm the Jackie Chan of this all. Um, so. I'm not going to call this a panel. I'm going to call this a conversation. I'm going to call this something that uh, I brought my friends here because honestly, uh, some have played Fest. Uh, correct, right? You played with as friends, Rust. So yes. just to say, I wanted to yes at it. Good, good, good. Some are playing fest, and hands down, Horace has been one of my buddies for two years now. Uh, and honestly, we know how to talk music and know how. There's Basque right there, one of his favorite bands. And uh, and so I made my first beer with Horace uh, of Ten Ten Brewing. So I thought this would be the perfect family and kind of get the fest thing going. Um, so. I have some icebreaker questions. I'm going to have them introduce themselves, but and also icebreaker questions, the kind of, uh, actually, beer cracker questions. Uh, let's do that. We're going to open up some beer. And honestly, guys, if you have a cup, and we have some up here, since it's very intimate, uh, if you guys would like to try any of these beers that we have up here, yes. Okay. I love the thumbs up. So, yeah. So if you guys want to try, we, we do have. So I'm going to go ahead and give these cups to us. And then there you go. And then, yeah, we have some. And then... Rinse out cups. Uh, so we'll start from here. Um, introduce yourself, and then we'll move over here. And uh, so who you are, where you brew, what band you were in, and just a little, brief little history, and then same as we go down. All right. Um, Joe Simmons. Uh, I currently live right here in Gainesville. Former head brewer at Swamphead. Um, currently the catch-all 
do-it-everything guy at First Magnitude Brewing, which is literally two blocks away from us. And the head brewer co-founder of the soon-to-be-open Bay Cannon Beer Company in Tampa, Florida. Woo-hoo. Uh, okay. Yes. What were the other questions? That was a lot to say. That was good. Out. Okay, so, uh, what, so what band were you in? Uh, I was in, still currently am in, a band called Ask Friends Rust. Uh-huh. Um, and when did you when did you guys play uh when did you play Fest? We've played Fest several times. Right. The last most recent time I guess was three years ago. Okay. If I you remember what, correctly. You know what's crazy? What's that? Looking at the lineup, I knew five people in S Friends Rust. Yeah. I, I seriously do. Through the years of I, I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, are you serious? Geronimo? And I'm like, Zach, and then like Joe. I was like, shit, okay. Yeah. I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. Um I think that's good. Yeah. yeah uh, wait, any other bands that you're in right now? Uh, I currently play in a band called Rotten Coffins. Best name ever. Uh, super metal. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you know, it's like real poppy. Yeah. No. Yeah, of course, right? The rotting threw me off, but yeah. no, I yeah, guess, you know. You know. Little, coffin, no. Throw you for a I hear pop and coffin, but yeah. not, not rotting. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, this young man right here. How's it going? <laughs> so, do, wait, do you need the lineup of the questions? Because uh, I'm going to go take a pee. So, as you know, I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, if you, need yeah. A, if you need me to remind you, I'll go, got it, got it, got it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I'll just, uh, I, I listened to Joe. I don't remember what the questions were. But okay, there you go. Hi, so my name is Tim. Yes. Um, the head brewer for uh, Cigar City. Uh, Jesus Christ. No, we'll get in the past. That's no, good. Yeah, let's let's no, let's do the line. Like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. I've had a lot of beers this morning already. <laughs> I'm the head brewer for Tampa Bay Brewing Company in Ybor City, um, and uh, the vocalist in the Path of Increase and Difference. We're playing tomorrow night at Hardback, and um, instigator of uh, Deviant Libation. A soon to be startup in uh, Tampa, Florida. And you could hear more of that on the latest episode of What Ails You that came out yesterday. Um, which is true. We talked about that in the... Oh, a little God, bit. There. I heard myself. So, uh, Horace, who are you? Where are you, Brew? And uh, how, where's our love for each other? <laughs> Why are you up here? Why are you up hey, here? I am Horace. I Hi, am Horace. the head brewer for 1010 in Orlando, Florida. Um, hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, I'm not in a band currently. The last time I was in a band was about eight years ago. I was the vocalist in a melodic death metal band called Draining the Abscess. Uh, we were, yeah, we were <laughs> <laughs> super, super metal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love you a lot, man. How I you know, doing? Right? Good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah. Um, Horace and I also, yeah. Don't worry. We'll, I'll be we'll, the mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah exactly. We love you. Um, so Horace and I also have a, uh, we have a, a beer fest uh, coming up, an invitational that we have December 8th. So I said, look, what a better way uh, to bring you up here. And like, we could celebrate that too while we're up here. So, all right. Um, we're going to crack open a beer. Joe, we're going to start with yours uh, because Tom Petty is, seriously, he's been one of my favorites. Uh, I think Jillian could see the shock when I found out that he was passing, and that was just one of the, like, oh, I don't even know what's going on right now. And so you guys went ahead and made a Tom Petty beer for, was this for the weekend last weekend? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. And this is your uh, Learning to Rye. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Learning so. to Rye. All right, I'm not going to drop the mic. And okay, so actually, let's do this. First question: What was your first concert ever, ever? And then we're gonna go around. We're gonna go down the. So your first concert ever, or show? I love. I still call them shows. So. Uh, oh man, uh, Rolling Stones in Living Color, 
Steel Wheels tour. Steel Wheels? Yeah. I think my mom took me to it. That is usually the, my mom took me to that show. <laughs> uh, it is. The first, like, think punk rock hardcore show I went to was at this place in South Florida called Studio 777. It was a little, like, Christian hardcore spot. Um, I saw this punk rock band called Ichthus that then turned into what some people might know today as Strong Arm. Yeah, so yeah. That was years ago. Yeah. Years ago. I was young. And Tim, how about you? Your first uh, concert show? There's no, there's no way I can remember the actual... The, the first show that I saw was, I'm sure, some uh, local bands from, like, you know, Herman, Maine, or Old Town, or, or Bangor, or whatever. We yeah. had a club called The Penny Post. Uh, the first show that I remember was definitely at the Penny Post. It was like, it was uh, the first, it was the memorable experience, I'll say. It was uh, Sam Black Church and Tree and Stompbox at okay. the Penny Post. So it's like these Boston bands that are super, super <laughs> rad. And <laughs> Comic Night is freak. I love yeah, it. Kyle's no, like dude, freaking out over like, there. That's, that's what I cut my teeth on. That's what I grew nice. up on. That's like when I think of like the rock and roll of my childhood, that's that shit. I can't wait to tell you mine. All right, Horace. Man, that's kind of a tough one. I think it's like ninth grade or something like oh. that down in Miami. Like, okay. I mean, at like the Hot Wheels, like super like skate rink or something <laughs> like that, like right in the middle. So there's like a bunch of like 14-year-olds like skating around. I can't even remember who played. I just remember thinking like, damn, this is dope. I really want to do this. And not the skating part, like the music part, but the skating part was tight too, I guess. When my first concert ever, I realized I really want to do this. Um, it was Katrina and the Waves opening up for uh, the Pointer Sisters, opening up for Wham. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first concert ever. Um, yeah, I was uh, seven years old. No, eight. I think I was eight. And then, but to make up for it, my, my second concert ever, my mom takes me to see the Born in the USA tour of Bruce Springsteen. And I got a good second contact. I like said the, the, you know, contact hire, you know, and I threw up on the people in front of us. Yay. Yep. And I still went to school the next day wearing my Bruce Springsteen shirt that Jillian now wears. So, uh, so that, that did happen. Um, okay. So, and here's the thing. I want to know if you guys ever listen to the radio. Have you ever won free tickets on the radio? Have you ever, like, for a show, like a concert? Have you, did you ever try calling in? I have never tried. Okay, I did. Damn, I'm going to be... Shut up. You guys never did? No. Oh, I, I love how you're looking at me no, like I'm some I totally, idiot. No, I totally did. No, okay, I, good. I, good. Yeah, Tim no. and I can be honest. Let's go. Yeah, yeah no, it was... Um, <laughs> oh, man. Plastic seat sweat. Uh, um... I'm glad we're not recording on the table. Sorry, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. I know, I know. Plastic I, seats wet. No, no, it's not. That was they had a song. It was. Um, anyway, I won tickets and then I couldn't go and I gave it to my dad and he was like, "Dude, what show did you just send me to?" It was oh, a skipper, hi. so he totally trusted it. And then he got there and he was like, "What?" <laughs> and then. Uh, um, had, oh, yeah. you're gonna remember. No, I, later no. I will. No. Yeah. And uh, have you guys ever seen a now? off your own tours or anything like that. Have you guys ever seen a band more than once on, on tour? Like, would you be, maybe outside of Florida, let's go there. Because Florida's kind of easy. If I went to Tampa to Gainesville, that's simple. Like right now, Curse is playing every freaking city. They're playing like Vero Beach tomorrow and then they're gonna play like the Villages. So, so like, I love how anybody in the audience just, I mean, not you guys, like listeners are like, what the fuck is the Villages? <laughs> but it's real people, Google it. The Villages, Florida. Oh, it's the best. 
<laughs> but you've had, right? You've had to like travel to see a band more than once on a tour, right? Yeah, absolutely. The Rolling Stones. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I've done it several times. Yeah. Uh, the one that's coming to mind is this band from Canada called Chokehold. Okay, yeah. On their yeah. last tour. I love watching Kyle's face this, this entire time. So I've oh. known him for like 20 years. Oh, so you're hearing these names 20. and you're like, huh, giving away your age. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, chokehold. Chokehold. I, I was super straight edge and super vegan and super all those sorts of things. And they were breaking up and played a bunch of dates in Florida. And then we followed them up the East Coast a little bit. Nice. Um... I don't. I don't think I have seen any band uh, on the same tour, but I did uh, miss the Melvins and Napalm Death in three cities. Like I had a ticket to see them in Orlando, and I was like, oh, I can't make it happen. But they're coming to Tampa, so I'll totally. What's with you missing shows? You miss them? Did they, you give them to your dad? We were like, every, Dad, go see the Melvins. No, it, it's usually nowadays. It's usually because I have my kids or something comes up with the kids or whatever, and I'm like, I bought these tickets here. You go to this show. It's awesome. Take the kids to see the Melvins. Yeah, oh, no, Napalm totally. Death, yeah. you know. So anyway, you have so, to put like earplugs, so like, nose plugs. Right. So, so plugs. I throw, throw them right on in the, the pit, Orlando <laughs> show, and then and then so I was going to go see him in Ebor after work, and then something came up with uh, take somebody to the doctor or whatever, and and um, and I was like, well, that's okay. This weekend I'm going to be in Boston, and they're playing in Boston. I'll totally catch them then, shortly. And no, I just ended up hanging out with my buddies doing something else that wasn't Napalm Death and the Melvins in Boston. We had a great time. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was all. But yeah, so I've missed a band. I've been in that city like three times that they were playing in, totally wanting to go to the show, but but I haven't actually seen multiples on. Horace, who you who you uh, run around the world to go see? Uh, I always manage to catch like the Block Dahlia Murder when they roll through uh, Defeater, um, who I think played Fest not like a couple years back and yeah. got permanently banned <laughs> because how the like, <laughs> hell do you get banned from here? I don't know. I, it's it's a lot of like I don't know. Someone was playing telephone, so I'm not sure what the actual like the actual story goes, but people were like ripping apart the venue during their set or something like that. Uh, so that's pretty great. Shit happens. Pretty badass. Yeah. I got to yeah. scream into a saxophone uh, as a vocal mic. Yeah. So that was unbelievable to me. That's, that's not the how first you play time. the saxophone, huh? That's not how you play the saxophone, Brad. Talk to her, man. She, she. <laughs> that's that's how I learned how to play. It was uh, it was fun. Um, have I ever Bruce Springsteen? Honestly, Bruce Springsteen. I have traveled many a place to see that 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 beautiful man. So um, yeah. So. I want to kind of get, oh wait, anybody, would anybody like any of the, the learning? To, okay, please step up. I love it. And ladies and gentlemen, you are meeting two of the members right here from an amazing band, uh, Hans Gruber and the Diehards. Uh, got to see them yesterday, Comic Night, who was actually in God Damn It played right before them. Here you go. I love it. I'm like, uh, okay, double fisting. Horace, tell us a good story. Kill the dead air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm not sure. There's a whole like, lot of pressure you guys are putting on me right now. I'm like, I don't have a mic. This is the only mic I have. It's in the bell. Just yelling it. Works. Better again. Of course. There's one more if you guys need it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, okay, so my thing I love, uh, something I've always realized when it's coming down to, hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> when we, when we, brewing beer, so I, I brewed beer with Horace and Mike over at uh, 1010, but 
every time I get more appeal to, we always say, don't judge a book by its cover, blah, blah, blah. And I always kind of was like never judging a beer by its name. I was always saying, I'm going to drink that beer by its name. And, um, you know, it always comes down to music. There's a, honestly, we could just go for decades with, uh, how it just happens with you have a band and then you just start naming your, your beer after it because either you're in bands or you just brewing with music makes the beer, honestly. And, um, so I kind of wanted to get into a lot of that and just talking about what it's like to be in a band or loving band, like music so much and brewing beer. Like how does, how does that appeal to you guys? And, uh, do you feel it's one and the same? Because I really honestly say to myself all the time is that beer, craft beer and music, if you, if you take one hop or like an ingredient out of a beer and you add it to another one, it's like a song. If you take one instrument out and add it, you have a totally different song. And how do you feel about that? Is this something like, do you, do you brew a lot with music? And, uh, you know, and has it, obviously we have a Tom Petty beer here, Learning to Rye. I'm sure the name of this beer really helped what you guys were going to do also as a, as a beer. Absolutely. Right. Um, for me, it's completely one and the same. I do everything with music. I'm yeah. sure that most, all of us do probably. Um, when it comes to brewing, it's just a creative outlet. Sam is playing music. Um, I quit playing music for a while when the Aspirin's Rust quit playing and started just brewing a ton because I felt that it gave me the same creativity, same outlet. Like uh, a therapy? And a, yeah. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, cause when, right. when I'm, like when you're on tour and you're in the van, you're kind of at home and just like on stage, just like super comfortable. Yeah. And then when I'm standing in front of the kettle and the mash on, I'm see almost the same feeling. Like yeah. just I'm really, really comfortable right here. I love that. How about you? How do you feel? One the same? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like them both for uh, different reasons. It's, it, it is kind of, to me, the same. I'm sorry about that. It is, it is the same. What? You got a notification. Get the fuck out of here, God, man. God. It. You're, that's one. Um, God. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very similar. It's, um, it's, it's, it's symbiotic, I would, I would say, really, in a lot of ways, in, in, in that, like, you know, all of my brew days are fired by, you know, um, just driven by, powered by um, the, the rock. Yeah. You know, the, the, the rock power. And so in that, in that regard, like, you know, like when, you know, when you're on stage and when you're in the zone and when you're feeling that, that like energy, um, yeah, whether it's on the stage or whether it's in the brew house, it's that same kind of vibe that really drives and carries the day. Um, at the same time, like in band practice, like, you know, we've always got a few beers in the practice room, right? right. I mean, Absolutely. yeah. And one of my favorite photos of a brewery is you in the brewery with the band, and you're just like, you have the mic in your hand. You guys actually <laughs> practice in the brewery. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's got, oh, that, that, that should was, be. Yeah, that was from, uh, yeah, we recorded our, uh, everything that's on the, well, most everything that's on the band camp now, we recorded. Mm -hmm. And it's on the band camp that you see that photo, yeah, so that's awesome. we tried to keep it as live as possible, and as raw yeah. as possible. One of the songs has got this super pensive, um, it's a fan we couldn't find the switch for, and we were like, oh, whatever. Like, just, <laughs> awesome. I guess we, we're not gonna like we wasted an hour looking for the switch, and it's like, yeah, and it, and it didn't come through in almost anything except for this one song, and it's so awesome. It's like this part that just comes in really pensive, and the fan just makes it even 
dirtier, like in the in the best way. That's awesome. I love so, it. So, um, yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with what you asked me. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I think it does, though. I mean, you just got passionate about talking about of like, yeah, yeah no, I yeah, love that. It, it is. It's it's just the vibe. It's the energy. I mean, and there's there's there are there are differences. Like I couldn't. I stopped playing for a while also, and I was dying inside and didn't even know it until I stopped playing. How long? Playing again. Like how long did you stop playing? I wasn't really playing anything at all for probably 10 years or so. I mean, besides acoustic guitar once in a while in my house or, you know, it's like I had electrical, electric guitars at the house and I had this elaborate setup of like ABY, this going through this pedal board and through this amp and this is going through that pedal board and through that amp and yeah, at the end of the day, it was all just in my house and like sometimes would record some things and it really wasn't the same as the like, you know, in a band, it's collaborative. It's everybody's energy and everybody's breathing into the songs. And like the drummer changes the part, and then you know the guitar player changes his part, and then I yeah. change my part, and we just kind of flow off of each other, and it's kind of alive. And I guess in that way, to me, it's like the the beer. Like, I mean, some beers I go into with a plan, but some beers it's totally like, all right, well, what's going on? What's happening? How's this? You know, maybe maybe I'll just throw some of this hop in because this is what I'm vibing off of. You know, just dry hop it different or you know, make a, you know, just, I love just going in and making beer yeah, like, without do. a plan. Like, I love I also having a plan and executing <laughs> the exact plan. I mean, that's, there's some, like, I love that. But, you know, after having done production for a while and making the same beer day in and day out, it's really fun to just walk in and go, okay, what are we going to do? Hmm. So what I'm, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's, there are a lot of similarities, but there are also, I guess, some, some differences. Yeah. Horace. Yeah, I mean, they're, super super tied together it's all tactile or synesthetic or kinesthetic or something it's all about how things how taste evokes other sensations and how smell and sound evoke other sensations and stuff like that it's just raw creation so you go anywhere and any brewer you know is going to tell you yeah i i, I like music you know it's kind of just a weird it's kind of a weird question to ask because it, it kind of just you don't i think i think unknowingly it kind of just has its tendrils and everything we do is like a huge driving force. You know, music is, is vital to everything. You know, like we do collaborations with bands and stuff all the time. I did yeah. a collaboration with Basque when they came and played mm -hmm. at, a, uh, at a little festival we put on last year. And uh, I mean, it was, it was cool. We just kind of got in touch and we made a beer and they really liked it to the point where like I made it again and brought some up for them when they were playing festivals in like North Carolina and stuff like that. Yeah. So, they're in Jacksonville too. So, yeah. So you talk about uh, driving forces. Who, what has driven you to brew beer? Who would you say is one person that you said, you tried one of their beers and said, man, if I could do this, I, I, I should and I, I will. So, like, I, the first time I had, um, like, a legitimate beer that I fell in love with, I was, I think I had just turned 18. I came up to Orlando for college and uh, I had an, and I was making alcohol before then. I started making mead when I was 17. We stole honey from our parents and did some like hood rat shit in my closet. And it was, it was awful. It was okay, terrible. Okay, so can it was we like, please <laughs> make the next beer together? Hood rat shit in the hood closet, rat shit please. In the closet. Yeah. Damn Absolutely. good. Oh my God. Um, and not, I'm giving it to Hans Gruber and the Diehards. That's your next <laughs> album title. Tight. Hood rat shit in the, in the closet. Yeah, it was a... Uh, it was disgusting and uh, we drank all of it and I kind of like fell in love with the process. So when I came up to UCF um, in Orlando for college, I remember like it was that canonical like 
epiphany moment where someone handed me an old Rasputin and I was like, <laughs> wow. what? Like I like looked at the bottle and I was like, damn, like 10%. That's, that's going to get me fucked that's up. When you, that's when you it. judge, you judge yeah. the book by its cover. And you I'm like, like this yeah, is a badass like, label. I, they were like, yo, pour that into a glass. Like I poured it into a glass and I was like, this is thick. My soul. <laughs> oh my God. What is this? And I remember just like, I took that first sip and then I like chugged the whole glass and I was like, damn. And then I wobbled a little bit and then went and looked for some more of it. And I was just like, I have no idea what this is, but like, I need a thousand gallons of this always. Ivy. And just yeah, just like a drip, man, please. Um, and it was just, I was kind of like hooked from then. I started like, I went, surprisingly enough, the library at, uh, at on campus had some actual like, like it was kind of antiquated at that point, but they had, they had literature on brewing and whatnot. And that kind of like, that was kind of like a driving force for me was just like the, it was, it was knowing I needed to know, I needed to understand. And, uh, I mean, I just got really stout crazy and then discovered IPAs and you know, everything else. I kind of have like the opposite story of most people who are like, yeah, I stole like a Schlitz from my father one time and I, I chugged it and puked in the, in, in the backyard. That's, that's uh, usually it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Um, I had the tattoo of every time I've heard it. It's on my back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And like, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I have the shotgunning steel reserves in like a parking lot behind like a Starbucks story with my friends in high school. <laughs> but like that wasn't a huge motivator for me yeah. <laughs> to go out and learn how to make beer. But, um, yeah, ever, ever since, ever since that, ever since that first Imperial stout, dude, you know, I was actually excited when you said the library, I was like, fuck, they had old Rasputin there. But no, no, no you, I was all like, here we go. Horace, just, just, there's where the story gets good. But no, I mean, literally, no, like actual books. You, you knew how to read. Uh, I can't. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, damn it. I want them to have old Rasputin. Uh, Tim, how about you? Uh, who, who have you looked up to? Uh, now, I, I'm, I think I know the story. I mean, I do. But uh, yeah, so who is one of the brewers, though, that you feel you were, that helped you start brewing? Oh, as far as, as far as, um, Started like starting, yeah. It was it was really uh, several guys. The whole Florida community, on, honestly, the community here is just rad. I mean, I'm a kind of a byproduct of uh, the Florida Brewers Guild beer fest is where I would go. Like I went to the homebrew club, and um, you know, I, I never really go, went to any of the club meetings. I would just kind of you know show up at the beer fest basically and just talk to people and and. Every once in a while, hang out at the booth at the, you know, just talk to people about beers. But really, like all the pro brewers at the at the beer fest, I would, you know, just pick their brain. Like, hey, I've been experiencing this kind of thing. What can you tell me? Or um, so like Johnny Doble at at um, Tampa Bay Brewing Company when they opened that. Like when I was um, a young home brewer, um, his family also owned the homebrew supply store. So I would go there and like ask some question. They were like, yeah, no, that's that's really more of a, a Johnny kind of thing. So we'd talk to. Um, you know, they sent me over there. I talked to him about stuff, but, um, also Brian Harris at, at hops. Um, he, he gave me, he literally gave me the keys to the brew house at, after some point after we'd gained some kind of trust, he would have like, let me cra have me crash tanks for him if he wasn't going to be around or whatever, just temperatures. And then at one point he was like, here, dude, just have a key anytime you want to, if you need yeast, if you need hops, if you need grain, just, you know, keep everything clean, sanitary, make it look like you were never here. And I guarantee you cannot make enough beer that it will ever affect my end of month is numbers. That, is that where you met my boss, Mike, Nat Hops? Um, is that crazy, Hops? Uh, which, which, uh, Mike, Mike Wallace. 
I don't think it was I that hops though. Uh, I don't think so. Because I, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. I don't think we met at hops. No. No. But you kind of like loosely knew each other like through that because I think you guys yeah. were both brewing right. there like around the same time. Right. Small, small world. It's a small world, man. It is. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, here you go. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, we're opening up right now uh, our friends over at Hidden Springs. They are our Fest beer sponsor. So what you guys are drinking right now, it is a uh, Berliner Weiss with peaches, lactose, and vanilla. If you guys would like some, please. Uh, and it's called the Big Muff Super Fuzz. And again, music related, so it had to be here at, at Fest. So there you go. I love it. Okay, so uh, Joe, how about you? What got you into brewing? Who said, what was your like driving force? What did you go? Oh, shit, I, I tried this. I need this in my life. Oh, man. Uh, it's a job. <laughs> when we first started drinking, I say we, me and a bunch of my friends, um, we were all straight edge kids that sold out. Oh, that's right. You did say <laughs> with chokehold. That's right. You dropped straight edge on here, and it was like, uh, whoom, right over my head. So. Real, real, real hard. We fell real hard. Yeah, what did you, what did you like, break edge with? Oh, man. Well, right, there's that question. That's, that's I awesome. broke edge with whiskey sours. Hell yeah. Um, I was Shit. like, I don't know. That's just what I went. That's what was there. That's what was available. I was like, I'll take it. Um, but as far as beer went, um, I feel like, no one said it yet, but I've heard a, heard a lot of people say it before as the classic like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was one of them. But uh, I went real hard on La Fin du Monde. Okay. Um, Jesus. It was like high alcohol. Yeah. And it was just so much flavor. It was like, what is all this crazy flavor? Yeah, crazy you know, before stuff, yeah. I, before I knew like, you know, where are you getting that Belgian yeast flavors and all that stuff like that. And when was this? What like how long ago was that? Oh God. Uh, where were you finding that? In Florida? No. Okay. Um, no. That was, I think I was in Chicago. When this okay, happened. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah Chicago. Um, it's then, better for beer. Yeah. But, uh, and from there, I just a, a little, try to find little beer bars that had like, what I was like, oh, these like imports or whatever, you know? And um, it's mainly those two beers. But uh, I started dabbling in homebrewing. I just asked my girlfriend at the time, who's my wife now. Thankfully, and uh, Aww, still, thankfully, I love that. Fifteen it's years like a fairy later. tale. Um, I love fairy tales. <laughs> uh, she brought me a home brewing kit. I dabbled. The first beer I made was incredible. It was like a a brown brown ale. ale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tattooed on my back too. There it so is. Classic. <laughs> um, it's a brown ale. It's a, uh, absolutely. A little um, further down on my back. That's where it's. Uh, the, dun dun. That was the worst joke ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all the beers after that for a while were uh, absolute garbage because you think you know what you're doing because your first beer turned out awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm terrible at this. And then um, what really got me going was I was in Tampa for some reason and uh, Cigar City had just opened. Um, I don't know. Did, did you ever go there when they had just opened? No, so, no. I was I mean, probably they, still. They were also in Orlando. Same location, but yeah. That that I mean, that, there was like a 15 barrel system, like on a wall. Yeah. That no walls were painted. Like it was, you couldn't buy beer yet there yet. Okay. You okay. Walked I do in, remember that story. Like, yeah. like, we can give you samples, or you can, or you could buy it. something strange. Like you can get some samples, or you can. Was buy it like a the pint. tour? You had to do like the yeah, tour. You yeah, had to like, pint and all we, that. And yeah. Could, we could. We sat there and had some beers, had some samples, and I was. Because that like, tour still goes on. They still are like yeah, famous yeah. for their yeah, tour. The whole tasting room in the beginning was in the brewery. 
yeah, it was yeah. right there. I mean, they, it was like literally like yellow chains, just like had to walk all the way to the back to pour somebody a beer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was like. I mean, I literally think it was six months, maybe. Like it was like early on, and I was, I was sitting there drinking these beers, which were awesome, and uh, I was like, man, this 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 can't like, what is this? Doesn't seem like it's like takes that much. Like which, <laughs> now I know. As Thomas Dolby would say, um, science. But, yeah, um, but uh, from there, I just really I had to drop that. I really buried my head in every homebrewing book or beer book I could, um, while still going to college and then uh the time came to transfer to another college and to pursue my engineering degree and i said fuck that and i headed off to chicago and germany to uh get get a degree in brewing that would change it yeah yeah so driving forces what about for music so you are 10 years old you are kiss that was it you just dropped it. It was my mom. Yeah? Kiss. Kiss okay. posters everywhere. And so which one? So who was it? Was it Paul? Was it Gene? Gene. Was it a- Gene? Yeah. Still Gene? Still. Uh, I fucking hate Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, they, like it, it was the start of the thing, but fuck no. Um, <laughs> I opened the floodgates on the F-bomb now. I can't stop. No. They're, they're, um, these, these help. I'll tell you. These guys uh, right here, they, they do well. No, uh... It was Kiss, like, got me into music, and I was like, man, this is cool. It's rock and roll all about. And then Randy Rhodes, like, sent it over the edge, and I had to have a guitar. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would be the, you know, as far as being a guitar a guitar player, the biggest influence. We'd, we'd sit here all day and talk about right. other things. Had to be that driving force, the yeah, first one, the yeah. first one. So it was Kiss. Yeah. I always, like, my mom was a, uh, what's a nice way to put this? Uh, she's a rocker chick. Like, uh, she got backstage a lot. She hung, she hung out. So, it, uh, like, maybe a deleted scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, she, like if they were trying to sneak backstage. Yeah, yeah. Ever try to sneak backstage into a, a show, have you? Have I? Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. I'll do it all the time. I was waiting for that one. I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I should, oh, that should have been in the icebreakers. Sorry, or everybody. The can openers. Yeah, but, uh, I, I will walk into your show if I can. I've done mine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I just, well, I mean, okay, so I've lived here for a really long time, and I've probably worked at every place anybody's ever going to play. Yeah. So even when I try to pay for shows, it's like, eh, yeah, come on here's in. a wristband. Just go yeah. like, okay. And, like, I usually, like, you know, leave some money at the door anyways, but. Tip your uh, door attendant. Yeah. You know. I just made that up. Yeah. Also. Sure it's going to become I, a thing. Everybody's going to go to Fest now going, this is the most expensive Fest ever. They told me to tip <laughs> my door attendant. But uh, I, I saw get, 20 shows today. I don't get to too many of my shows anymore. Anymore. No, I feel you. Kids, man. Well, also, we live in Orlando, so yeah. nothing. This is it. This is like our, this is where we start making up. Yeah. Like seven yesterday, maybe six today, and then I, and I know we're doing 10 tomorrow, 10 bands tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, the hell is a 43-year-old supposed to do 10 exactly. bands tomorrow? Yeah. That's intense. Jesus. That's beautiful. Any, any, I'll feel it all week, though. Like, what I mainly, like, want to see it ends up in Tampa and driving two hours to see a show and yeah. drink a lot. And, and then have to be brewing in the come morning. Come back. Just yeah, it's, it's just not working out for me these days. Well, Tampa <laughs> won't be too far away very soon. Oh, so, no. You know, yeah. not at all. So how about you? You're driving for us. Tim, what got you into it? What, what made you say, that is who I want to be? You're 10 years old, 11 years old. You're watching maybe MTV, because let's be honest, dude. That's what you were watching. Uh, yeah. Not VH1. 
At See, ten, I saved you there. Well, yeah, no, well, it's it's yeah, at ten years old. I mean, if we're gonna go back to ten years old, I was like, you know, watching the Jackson Five cartoons. You know, okay. so like, I love the Jackson Five, right? Uh, my dad had some like cars. Um, vinyl that I'll listen to sometimes. Would you like, dance like them? Would you start doing the whole the like ja- like no? no? no. Fuck, no. fuck! I was, I was gonna be like, guess what? We're we're applauding because really, he's gonna do it right now. You know, my uncle Damn Jeff it. had um, uh, it's uh, the game. I think Queen, the game. I think yeah. it's, I'm pretty sure it's the game. It's got that song Dragon Attack. Mm-hmm. Like that song. I that was, was like, the game changer. Oh my god! Like, I kind of started like thinking a little bit about it and like hearing, and I would start like I would hear more like Sabbath and Zeppelin and all that stuff, but. It really wasn't until, like, I started hearing, like, all the hardcore that was going on that I really started getting amped. And then, so that was, like, right about, basically, I did some time traveling when Sepultura Roots came out and and and, um, and um, Slayer uh, Seasons in the Abyss was right around the same time. And I was just like, ah, like, just, it was just so great. Um, and then I started kind of going back into, like, all of the stuff pre all that like which I, I know that didn't spawn from hardcore but that's kind of where I, all my buddies are like dude if you like this then yeah you then check out gonna, this and they're right. like pointing me out to like biohazard and like like all of this other pro mags like, right um yeah like just all this i remember seeing peg boy for stuff. the first time and i was just like Fuck, but man. that was that was more like probably you know 15 16 yeah same like here metallica was still a good rock band like Putting out like good music. Yeah, I'm sorry. They'll try to fight you too. It's like Jesus Christ. No, you guys be, even know. Be, Shut up. They'll be okay. Like millions and millions of people love them. Like, yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and that's good for them. Yeah. Don't ever worry. And they still yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, we're at Walmart shopping. And it's like, of course you are. Yeah. They do. You know they do. You know they do. Lars, shut up. Whatever. Do. I don't do. care. No, let them. <laughs> Horace. Man, at like ten years old, I was ripping like Nirvana and like Bad Religion and like anti-flag and then like come 13 i'm like holy shit really yeah yeah come like 13 i'm That's like what i learned music if yeah you say that i will fucking kill you well no but like okay come good like bad religion years- deck you <laughs> come like 13 years old it was like cannibal corpse and like deicide and like we were growing up in like south florida where there was like this huge weird subculture of that that there really like, took was root. yeah not like, bad like yeah. yeah yeah i mean dude i like cruising through miami sometimes like walking the streets we'd see like glenn ben from like dsi just like driving in his truck just that's like, yelling at people like on the yeah. i was scared because <laughs> you were afraid nope. of all, yeah. the, all the death metal <laughs> yeah all right. no mom wanted to move that's why like <laughs> yeah. let's be honest like, it was, it was mom crazy. said we're moving i'm like fuck it was crazy down there we i was in a terrible band that practiced next to malevolent creation for a while oh, oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so you, wait you know glenn richards do you know him from back in the day yeah, of south florida yeah. the the dj yeah he lives here he's, he's probably gonna be walking in like really? yeah really? he's like yeah get out at uh, like six something and he's like i'm gonna come in and say hi i was oh, like wow. if glenn nice. richards walked in i haven't seen him since like the zeta days like zeta 94 yeah yeah that's so yeah, crazy. yeah. All right, guys, we just uh, we just had a moment. Miami people just freaked out, you know, so. Um, so here we go. Um, no, I'm not going to say Bruce Springsteen or Wham. Trust me, I never wanted to be either. OK, if I could be Bruce Springsteen, shit, yeah, right. That would have been awesome. At 10 years old, who did I want to be? I'm like, I don't know. I was actually I didn't even think about it. I was listening to you guys talk that I really didn't even think about it. But um, 
God, I love Spando Ballet when I was growing up. Let's be honest. Uh, no, I mean, actually, I really did. Um, but I've always wanted to be a singer, and I've always had it. Like, all my friends ever uh, said it. And even going back to yesterday, I, I, I know that uh, Cameron and Jillian heard me say it yesterday that I really feel like seeing TJ yesterday of Hans Gruber, that would be me just, like, I get in my zone. I freak the fuck out. I know every word of the song, and I'm going to be in the crowd. I'm not on a stage. I'm going to probably bring you with me. I'm going to run in between everybody, grab them to make sure they're dancing. And seeing Hans Gruber yesterday brought me back to this, like, fuck, why do bands not do this? Like, why do they not do that? Like, they just bring the band, make it happen. And I love that. I love the whole fact that it's just like, make sure they're singing, make sure it's fun. Uh, the best way I kind of explained them too is that this morning was like, I know the, the, lead, the lead singer, TJ, he's really into cartoons, like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. Um, and it, I said, I thought about it. I was like, God, like seeing them and hearing them live, I felt like this is a band that is like a cartoon. Like the songs are very catchy and fun. <laughs> go ahead, laugh, laugh it up. So right, there you go. Probably a promotion for you guys. There you go on this. Uh, but no, I, you guys were awesome yesterday. Like, honestly, it blew my fucking mind. It was so, uh, I, that it had been, yeah, Kyle's giving a thumbs up. So good, right? It, it, there was a Congo line. A conga, Congo, Conga, Conga? To a conga line, to an amazing cover of Jump in the Line. So I thought that, I did not know you guys did that. So, and your cover, not cover of Ghostbusters. I love cover, not cover. We brought that up again today, cover, not cover. But um, you guys were fucking great. So it was awesome, awesome. And uh, it's crazy. My first band, God damn it, sitting right here. And then Hans Gruber with my second band that I got to see. Um, I just lost myself on that because uh, that's, that's how I see myself though, TJ. Like making sure... Like everybody is into the show and grabbing them and making making that happen. Um, so, if you could ever brew with a musician, we are going to take a intermission, everybody, because they all three of them just went. Fuck. Got to think about this. But um, like, so we're just just to, just to qualify, not counting musicians that we have brewed with. You could drop that too. You could promote that. You will. No, 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 no. Okay, so one that you uh, that you would like to brew with, dead or alive. What? And you have to name a beer based on that artist. We're gonna start with Horace because we went this yeah. way. So we are gonna start with Horace. So Horace, you get to pick a band. Okay. You have to name the the beer after them somehow. So a song, an album. Um, shithole in the closet. Shit ward in the closet. Shit. Shit storm in the closet. What was our our out? What was our beer again? Hood rat in the shit, shit, hood rat shit in the closet. Thank you, shit. You, we have to make it out. They want it. See, um, so uh, yeah, so a, a musician band. Um, maybe what kind of beer it is, right? You should, because uh, that'll get you to think about the beer name. Okay. Um, you, oh, right, right now. Fuck yes. Right There's now. no intermission. Are you kidding? God damn it. Bro. The time is ticking. So uh, while we're doing that, hi everybody, and welcome to fest. No, uh, should we do it? This bad Larry right here. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! So Sorry. no, I'm I'm letting see. I'm still letting uh, I'm letting uh, the horse is really kind of taking. Yeah, this. just talk about beer for a little Larry, bit. You know. I do. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If someone else wants to, to jump this. in before me, that would be really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no man, you know this. Like you got this. Oh wait, I, I guess I have to finish my beer. All right, Tim, how you doing over there? Um, have you thought about anybody? Oh, wait, let's talk about one that you have worked with. Okay, so, and then we're we'll coming back to you. You motherfucker, you're not getting out of this. Um, yeah, no, I, I, have, I have. Yeah, I, no. I have collaborated with some of the, like, what would have been, like, my first picks, like, 
like that's right that's right that's right yes but Good. um yeah dead or alive like if, if i had to pick somebody i'll just disqual anything that i've ever done before and go straight to um oh original lineup sepultura but they all got to get back together it's got to be max it's got to be igor it's got you know what i mean it's it's like yeah, yeah. original and right and and uh, get some kind of like you know, some crazy Brazilian wood or something like just go down there and start like checking out all the different wood and like figure out something that's just weird and find so and just and like cut a damn tree down and toast it like a certain type of way and put that shit in the or make a fooder or something. Just make a cat like, yeah, no, I mean, it's Sepultura. Like we can, you know, we can just go all out. So I just made that up just now. But hell yeah, better alive. Like I could just. Would call a shot? Yeah, that's what we're oh. doing. So the beer that Tim brought that we're about to drink, it's uh, barrel-aged in Brazilian wood, um, Sepultura. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Um, but so what is, what, what is the name of the beer then? Uh, we were kidding about that, actually, and you're going to talk about the beer we are pouring right now, too. So, so. this beer, yeah, this beer is uh, it's called Dixie Dirt. It's a Russian Imperial Stout. It's 12% alcohol by volume. Um, so this is the... 2017, so last year's last year's Dixie Dirt. Um, so that was uh, aged in Breckenridge bourbon barrels. Um, the first year we did it, 2016, was in uh, Heaven Hill rye whiskey barrels, and this 2018's is resting currently in uh, Woodford Reserve barrels. Um, and yeah, that's going to come out in December. So I, I love this beer. I love it. A year old. Um, it's, well, it's I, just I a, have to say cheers to this because this is this is going yeah this is going to be like the big daddy over here so cheers guys. Um, if anybody wants hair in the chest, uh, there are a few ounces left. Um, get a sneak peek of it. Um, <laughs> hi Cameron, how are you? <laughs> so oh shit okay yeah 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 um, all right and what so what's the name of the band what's the name of the I mean the, what's the name of the beer. Oh, uh, Dixie Durst, the name of the beer. It's no, 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 the one with Sepultura. Oh, the, what's the... Roots! I've had that! <laughs> that would be the name of it. Horace. Sorry, I'm not, I don't do a very good Max, but, you know. Yeah, R-O-O-T. I know you want to see more shows tonight, I apologize, so. Oh, thank you. Shit, okay. Horace, how you doing over there? Oh, man. Who are they? I don't know, man. I've got like a pension for the epic. I think you know this about me, know, so I'd have to like do something ridiculous, like with Behemoth or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like a huge, huge imperial stout aged on like crucifixes and Bibles. Yes. Yeah. We'll call it. We'll call it blood upon the firmament. Wait, what do you call it? Yeah. What's it called? Blood upon the firmament. Yes. Is that epic enough for you? Fuck, Is that man. on brand enough for you, yeah. Quain? I love it. Good. You know. Can we move on now? Also, this beer fucks, dude. Good job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, we cannot move on. Because <laughs> we got Joda. I'm not following that. How the fuck do you follow I'm that, not actually? Following that. So mine is going to be Barry Manilow. See, I'm really <laughs> trying to bring it low now. Like, seriously, we're just going to call it... Jeff Buckley. Jeff, we're gonna, something... Jeff Buckley style, um, you know, because it uh, comes from the, I am not going that route. I was going to make a joke about the water. Um, so uh, too soon. Um, yeah, so I just took you away from Behemoth. I just brought him back, though. That's bad. Uh, okay, so have you thought? I know, that was, I know that was epic over there, but yeah, you have to make a, band, you have to make a beer with somebody, a band. 
got to be not behemoth. I love how I'm doing that to you. Hang on, I'm almost there. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that we're all three of us going to say metal bands because it's going to be a metal band. Mine was going to be Wham, actually. We were going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. And it was going to be the Hopless Whisper because we're going to put no hops in it. <laughs> Never going to drink again. Yeah, that's it. So, it's for the straight edge people. No, no grain. Nothing. It's just, it's, it's, it's oh, hard, here it is. Hard oh, here it is. Um, as you can see, this isn't hard water, it's actually water. This is my wham beer. So there you go. Uh, make it, make it. I can't follow this. <laughs> All right. Well, while you think of that, I have a question. Do you guys have any collaborations planned up, like with any, or planned out with any brewers so, coming up? This man should. Other uh, bands yeah. or anything like that? So Tampa Bay Brewing Company um, is kind of like really focused our branding. So that's the whole purpose of like the birth of Deviant Libation. It's like, so where, where TBBC is kind of focused, focusing everything on. Um, like Florida lifestyle and our collaborations are like collaborations with other breweries and kind of just kind of like kind of bringing in the branding and all that and so like and I do this punk rock shit because I that's just I am a loser that's like what I do so I feel that right so that's just so so the, um, so DL was kind of born to do like I, I had a, a lined up a collaboration with uh, Planet Retro in St. Pete, Record Store in St. Pete for uh, Record Store Day uh, last year. Um, you know, I've got, I've, I've had an ongoing conversation with Raw Radar War out of Boston, so, um, and we're gonna do that. I gotta get my stuff together, but that's, you know, that's what's got lined up right now. There's other things that have come up and I'm like, I really can't commit to anything on a, I have a plan, I have a piece of paper. Right now, I don't have a. You know, was so that a burp or was that you thinking? That was beautiful. <laughs> that was both. Yeah, it's kind of like that was have, amazing. Have, have, have you ever seen anybody play the didgeridoo? Circular, circular. Yeah. I was so fucking I impressed. I looked up. I was like, God damn! I wish I could do that. Like, because this podcast would be amazing. Because I always have to do this. And then you're like, okay, so back to the back to me talking, and it's like, fuck, I hate that. What I was signaling was, if anybody has a question, as we're kind of rounding third, if you guys do come up. Ask, or if you have one, I could repeat it if you want me to, if you're shy. But, uh, okay, keep going. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was no, great. I, I think. <laughs> I thought it was really a burp. No, I was so impressed. I don't remember where I was. I probably wasn't going anywhere. I'm just killing dead air, man. Oh, oh, so. Um, no, I actually, I love what you're doing with that. I remember um, I, I knew semi about it going into our interview a few weeks ago. And then when you dropped explaining it and the bands that you've, you were doing brews with, I was like, Jesus oh, right. Christ, yeah, dude. We so, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was just so yeah, impressive. No, I just, I, I love that. I love that stuff. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's like I've, right I, I have a bunch of buddies that, that have played in bands. They love beer and, and, like I'll do, you know, more collaborations with, you know, I've been, I'm, you know, Ali and Todd from Thunderclap are, are my buds. Like I, um, I'm crashing at their house while like, you're this here. Weekend. Yeah. So I did, I did, um, for Tampa Bay beer week one year, I released a beer with like meat wound, thunderclap and nine horn. And it was like, uh, we called it face melter. <laughs> yeah. No, oh my it was, God. It was face melter. And it was just like, uh, it was, it was an awesome, it was like. Um, yeah, it was just a super, like, crazy uh, red IPA, like, just evil Love red it. and abrasively, aggressively noisy, hoppy, like... Shit. The red, like, the red I want to make is for Liverpool Football Club, and here you are, you're like, you blood. And, yeah, like, I'm gonna, yeah. If anybody no. needs to find them after, um, they're probably going to be sharing tacos and talking, like, metal. blood, metal, and <laughs> see, there it is. There it is. That's, that's the burp. That's I, the did you I notice? Wanted. After <laughs> I told that story, I had to do the... I had a burp. So, 
There. Anybody? Anybody have a question? Because we that was going to give the last ten minutes to the audience. So. But, uh, oh, zero minutes. Is that 10 or is it 10 minutes? I can't even see that. But that's impressive. Hi. But um, by the way, listeners, we're still in a, uh, we're, we're in a room. Now, I know we're talking beer real fast, but if you guys were to distill something, anything, what would it be and why? Distill. Oh, now you're putting the thinking caps on. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. We haven't heard from We've you done. in a while. You jumped yeah. off the behemoth uh, uh, bandwagon. Okay. Let's... Let's go. Coming back to that. Okay, nice. I love it. Be some sort of red sour ale, aged in Chardonnay barrels. I will join. I will be in a band just so it could be me. Brewed, brewed with the band Carcass. Fuck you, Jesus. Infused with bone marrow. (laughs) (laughs) Of what? From what? From what? It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, right? And aged on bone sauce. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Bohemoth, you're. No, When's that but, coming out? Yeah. <laughs> I Can I pre-order? Let's, 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 let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. All ISO right. that beer. See, um. Okay. So distill, oh. distill. Oh, it's called oh. Tools of the Trade. Oh, that's right. We needed the yeah. The horse. Yeah, dude. Never mind. If any of you guys want to find these three, they're going to be now in a field finding <laughs> lambs and uh, making beer together. Don't blow up our spot, dude. Oh uh, no! Oh shit. As long as I can play Pokemon Go, I'm good. <laughs> uh, when I was at Swampet, I didn't distill it, but we had um, our IPA distilled. And this is not good. <laughs> I don't, I, they're probably, they might hear this. I, I don't remember who exactly did it, but it just... Uh, it's no good. No um, good. And beyond that, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, uh, I like spirits. I like bourbon. I like whiskey, scotch. I, I don't. I'm not gonna touch some of the guys that have been doing it forever. That it's just they've got it down. I'm not gonna do any better. I'll, I'll go blind. I want to distill all kinds of things. Like as far as like what you know, pick pick one thing that I would distill, presuming that that. Uh, meant like something that nobody else has distilled or you, you're thinking like I, like I don't know I want to distill everything that's distillable and find out what's rad like, you know like I yeah distill it all and do like a like a fucking like a tombstone a like a suicide right and this should be everything. this should be the hood rat shit in the closet damn I like right it. there like you go yeah. alright you're jumping onto the hood shit that's I the hood rat shit Jankum. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what that is that was, I was totally kidding. You don't want to know what Jankum is. <laughs> Too late. I'm wondering if people are right now at a red light listening to this episode because we are going to publish this episode. It's going to go out there, and they're like at a red light going, Jankum. Is that with a J or a G? Yeah, it's a J. A, it's oh, a J. so there you go. He's saving Jankum you the time. There you go. Could you use Google it as a sentence? <laughs> so, can you spell that, please? Um, okay. Horace, uh, what are you uh, distilling? Actually, fun fact, we are going to potentially be just distilling something before Christmas time. Um, we have a... <laughs> so we brewed uh, this big barley wine based off of like an old homebrew recipe. We didn't kind of stick to what I thought we were going to. Um, so it it under-attenuated. And we got this really, <laughs> we got this really delicious uh, barrel. It's actually a giant puncheon, so about 165 gallons from a the winery right behind us, Quantum Leap, and uh, it's a port barrel. Uh, they steamed it out, prepped it for us. Uh, we dropped the barley wine in there. I sealed it up. It was sitting in, in our brew house, and um, it re-fermented in the barrel, 
And uh, I was walking by it one day, and I saw some uh, saw some little bubbles coming out from like the bung, and I was like, "That looks bad." And then, as I literally as I was staring at it and approached it, the bung shot out, and it was just this geyser of like foam and beer just spewed all along the ceiling. And I'm like standing there, like drenched. It looked like that scene from Carrie, and I'm just like <laughs> in the brew house, like covered in barley wine, just like. But screaming like, way. what do not, I do? Not down, but up. <laughs> well, up. it was up and then all over me. So, so I was just like, what? It, what is happening right now? Like, I couldn't. I didn't have like the mental capacity at like seven in the morning to process what was happening. So I just kind of like stood there and got bathed. And there's still like bits of it on the ceiling, um, even to this day that I couldn't get. Um, so like, I <laughs> it it finally stopped. I managed to get the bung on it, and then. Um, in in true 1010 fashion, we were like, let's just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Sounds been sitting right. for like the better part of two years now in this giant 165 gallon puncheon, and we tasted it, and uh, everyone else is under the impression that it's like salvageable, and I think it tastes like garbage. That's why you're so, up here. You left yeah, where you're exactly. like, bye it's, guys, I'm going to so wait here's the, the, the cool thing is that it's super. It, so we we added a bunch of like grape must to it. Um, and it, were you going to say something? It looked like you were going to say something. No, no. no I thought you were going to make a story. joke. I was ready. Sorry. You said bubbles in the bung. What do you want him to say? Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> um, That's the third beer we're making, by the way. So bubbles so, in the bung. I didn't want to interrupt it's happening. Saying, so please. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. Um, I lost my train of thought. God I know. Damn it. All right. We have so, two minutes left. Come on, man. All right. All right. So, anyway, so we, uh, so it's super, super vineous, super wine-like. Um, there's a ton of grape must, like, character to it. Um, it's very, very dry. It's probably in the wheelhouse of, like, 18% right now. Um, so we are going to distill that into, like, a, like a pseudo grappa, and then we're going to make our own Amaro with it and call it, like, hipster mouthwash. So we're basically making our own for net, um, and hopefully that'll be ready uh, right around Christmas time. Oh, man. So, so tis the season yeah. for Bubbles in the Bung. Uh, guys, I, I love you. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, with only about a minute left. Um, oh, no. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, we could open it, and we'll pour it. But um, with a minute left, uh, can we just say uh, just something that you guys are looking forward to by the end of the year? For, uh, for all three of you, a one sentence, boom, like you're reading a fortune cookie, because it's coming to an end, 2018. So, what are you looking forward to the most? Or trying to escape the existential dread. <laughs> that is Over true. to you. I, I did that last year, and uh, I made it here. I'm looking forward to uh, tasting this uh, uh, sea hag salted lemon lager that I'm about to drink because I'm parched. Um, it's a flat Stanley, and they're playing tonight at somewhere at like 7 o'clock. I love those dudes. They're awesome. And then after that, I'm really looking forward to, before the end of the year, uh, playing Fest tomorrow night. Yeah. I love it. Like So, sorry, not very forward thinking but i'm really psyched about right no, now. no i like, like your you know like, you're in the moment it's like meditating you're like breathing yeah. now i'm playing tomorrow that's it what comes next fuck it i'm drinking this beer that i love that i made with my friends and oh. tomorrow i'm playing some rock and roll there you go joe guess what What's you up? have to top that fucking thing now man uh, this is this is happening to you all right. I feel so what was i gonna say oh there are, friends there are rumors reunion. that's all i'm gonna say on that note, guys. Um, no, anything. Well, you do uh, have something amazing in the future coming no, up. So, uh, I, so I, yeah, uh, more progress wrapping this thing up, uh, getting my new spot open, Bay Cannon Beer Company in Tampa. Yes. And uh, 
finishing writing this record that I told these guys I was going to finish right by the uh, end of the year. So. I wish you guys the best. I love you guys. Um, and here comes to what else you 2019. I mean, we're not even two years old and here we are doing an episode of Fest. So uh, guys, again, Fest, I love you. Thank you, Avery Chase, for letting us be here and uh, bringing us here. Uh, thank you to my wife, Jillian. I love you. Cameron, you're the best. Thanks for everything. And and December 8th, our invitational in uh, Orlando at 1010 in the parking lot of 1010. Thank you, guys. I, I love you guys. Us. Thank you. Woo!